This is Inside Indiana Business Radio for the afternoon of Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. I'm Kate Sharon. Officials in Allen County are looking at ways to boost tourism over the next decade. Visit Fort Wayne on Tuesday released its 10-year tourism master plan, which was developed after a year-long effort that included input from residents and community stakeholders. Jessa Campbell, Director of Destination Development and Communications for Visit Fort Wayne, said the idea stemmed from the growth Fort Wayne has seen over the last decade. With that growth comes opportunity. Um, And in conversations with the city of Fort Wayne and greater Fort Wayne, um, our boss saw the opportunity to put together a plan that was rooted in what our destination wanted, what our residents wanted to see in terms of quality of life and quality of place. Um, And really what would be good for them would be good for tourism and good for visitors. The official convention and visitors bureau for Fort Wayne and Allen County said the plan represents a blueprint to help the community serve as a catalyst for post-COVID recovery in the tourism industry and grow quality of life for residents in the county. As mortgage rates have dropped, home sales and new listings have improved year over year, with two-thirds of counties seeing positive growth. In January, 4,217 home sales closed in 2024, compared to 4,186 in 2023. The median sale price is unchanged from December 2023 at $235,000. Inventory rose by 4%, with 5,898 homes listed for sale. Homes remained on the market for an average of 28 days which is three days longer than last year. The Indiana Association of Realtors said the market's year-over-year rebound shows that homeowners are returning to sell, aided by smaller mortgage rates and potential postponed moving plans from the year prior. The Warwick County Commissioners, through their attorney, issued a statement ahead of their meeting Monday night. It was the first meeting after all three were arrested last week on multiple charges, including official misconduct. WEHT reports that the Commissioner's attorney, Anthony Long, gave the statement. Everyone is now aware on Thursday, February the 8th, all three of your Warwick County Commissioners were arrested and charged with crimes related to their activities as office holders. The Commission maintained that all their activities as office holders were performed in good faith with unassailable ethical standards for the benefit of citizens of Warwick County. Commissioners Terry Phillip, Dan Saylor, and Robert Johnson face charges of official misconduct and false informing, while Phillip faces an additional felony charge of perjury. From the number one source for Indiana Business News, this is Inside Indiana Business Radio. Whether it's a new hire or a noteworthy promotion, IIB's Big Wigs and New Gigs serves as a platform to promote your team. Our revamped offering includes being featured on both the newly redesigned newsletter and at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Subscribers to the Business News subscription save $10 off every listing, plus you can save $100 by bundling your submission to IIB with the Indianapolis Business Journal or the Indiana Lawyer. More at InsideIndianaBusiness.com. Zachary Jackson, who has led the state budget agency as director for nearly five years, is leaving state government to become chief financial officer and controller for the city of Carmel, the Indiana governor's office announced Monday. Jackson will step down April 5th after nearly 20 years with the state budget agency. He will take his new position April 5th. In Carmel, Jackson will manage all aspects of financial and cash flow planning, analyze the city's financial position, and set and monitor city financial strategy. 
Boonville and AT&T have completed a $4.4 million public-private project that has resulted in high-speed fiber broadband being made available to all of the city's 4,000 households and businesses. AT&T invested just over $3.4 million in the Boonville project, while the city added nearly $1 million in American Rescue Act plan funds. Boonville Mayor Charlie Wyatt said he wanted the ARPA money to go towards something that would best serve everybody. Bill Swords, president of AT&T Indiana, is the first of 12 such ventures the company has planned across the state. Well, it distinguishes the city for sure, like we mentioned as a, um, uh, as a fiber city. Uh, just the knowledge that every resident and business has access to, to, you know, up to five gigabits of speed is significant in and of itself. It opens up a whole new world of possibilities with access to this network. The new fiber internet offers faster load times, multitasking capabilities, and increased reliability to users in Boonville. Sword said AT&T is participating in Indiana's Next Level Connections broadband grant program, seeking to partner with the state to bring fiber to more rural areas. Indiana was also awarded $868 million in broadband equity access and deployment program funds, with the goal of connecting every Hoosier to the internet. House Bill 1264 has won praise from some who say it will improve election security, but it's also rankled voting rights advocates who fear it could disenfranchise some eligible voters and deadlock the Bipartisan State Clerks Association. The bill creates new requirements for first-time voters, proof of citizenship, and more. It also would allow state election officials to pay for commercially available data, likely experience true trace, and let county voter registration offices use the information for voter list maintenance. Marion County Clerk Kate Sweeney Bell, a Democrat opposed to the bill, said county clerks, quote, aren't immigration attorneys, and that she didn't want to be, quote, responsible or determining someone's immigration status. Indiana University, the University of Notre Dame, and Purdue University have joined a national consortium of technology companies, corporations, research institutions, and other organizations to help set standards for use of artificial intelligence. The Artificial Intelligence Safety Institute Consortium was formed under the U.S. Department of Commerce following a presidential executive order issued in October to develop standards for the responsible use of AI. The three Indiana universities are among the more than 200 members of the consortium, which also includes corporations such as Amazon and Apple, organizations such as the Free Software Foundation and the Responsible AI Institute, and other universities such as Cornell and Princeton. Alan Bacon, co-founder of social justice organization Gang Gang, is this week's guest on the Business and Beyond podcast with Gary Dick, presented by PNC, a weekly conversation with high-profile Hoosiers in business, sports, entertainment, and beyond, available now from your favorite podcast provider. I'm Kate Sharon for Inside Indiana Business, Radio On Demand.